This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Thursday. Almost the end of the freaking week. I don't know if uh, Sparkles on a Friday is going to be a recurring thing. I think she's enjoying it. I think she wants a show of her own on Saturdays. <laughs> she says she wants to teach science, but she knows nothing about science, really, to teach science. Uh, in, in the works, possibly this fall, the Friday night episode of the Troll Patrol will actually move to Sunday nights, and I will be reviving my old show, The Friday Night Freak Show. However, however, that is contingent on being able to have people here in my studio. And I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that in the fall. We have multiple variants that are flaring up. You you know all about it, sir. You guys are already experiencing it hardcore across the pond. Now, I do want to start off tonight, in case any of you are interested... This is what things look like on my bit shoot. <laughs> this was the awesome clip last night about General Milley smacking down Matt Gates. Here are some of the comments on my clip on BitChute. Millie is a traitorous piece of shit. You've been sucking fermented semen farts from your father's anus for too long, you cretinous feral parasite. Put down the garden hose you inserted into your father's anus and take a break from the foul semen farts. Okay, he said he said semen farts twice. Huh. Microsoft is doing a live stream. I don't know. It gave me some note. Why is Microsoft giving me a notification? Well, I'm doing my live stream, bitches. Uh, the censor. I I had to censor the f word. I posted this to Facebook. Uh, if I don't make an effort to uh, cross out the name, someone could report me for targeted harassment. By the way, I'm back on Facebook today. There might be viewers on Facebook watching us right now. We are on 15 platforms, 14 when I'm in Facebook jail, and I've been in Facebook jail for the last 30 fucking days. <laughs> Time to report. Uh, I The dude said father's anus twice, so do you think that's some sort of projection that he is into his father's anus or something? I don't know what the fuck. A fantastic show we have for you tonight. We're going to talk about the deal that Biden struck with the bipartisan group of senators. Governor DeSantis in Florida uh, signed a bonkers bill yesterday about indoctrination. And then today got an incredible lesson in capitalism. Oh, here's Smokey. Hi, Smokey. We're going to talk about the building collapse, the high-rise in Miami. Rudy Giuliani is saying goodbye to his law license. You think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes, yes, and apparently the Supreme Court of New York agrees and said as much. 
Plus, we're going to talk about Kentucky. They are allowing students to make money, student athletes to make money off their collegiate careers. Kentucky doing it is like California passing an emissions regulation. It basically becomes the law of the land because that's how powerful the University of Kentucky is. So that is a very exciting news after the Supreme Court ruling that cleared the way for it. I've got a cat that does not want to leave me alone right now. Hey, buddy. Won't you, won't you get up here and say something? Say something to him. I can never get him to talk into the microphone, and he's one of the most talkative cats. Dude, please, get down. I've, I've got a show to do, Smokey. Down, buddy. Of course, we're going to end the show with, uh, with a puppy stealing some pizza. That's how we're going to end the show tonight. But first, here is Biden with his gray hair don't care. That's exactly right. Starting off tonight, Biden. This is his group of five Democrats and five Republicans. Now, I, I can do math. He only has five Republicans. Apparently, they think they have five more because that's what they need in order to actually pass this. And I've got to wonder, given McConnell's uh, given McConnell's comments, added, God damn, I drew a brain fart right there. I'm not high enough for this shit. <laughs> given McConnell's comments afterwards on the Senate floor, I'm not so sure that they have 10 Republicans to vote for this bullshit. But let's hear what Biden has to say. They just had ice cream in the White House. Goddamn right. We had a uh, really good meeting. An answer to the direct question, we have a deal. And uh, I think it's really important. We've all agreed that uh, none of us got what we wanted. I clearly didn't get all I wanted. They gave more than... We didn't get all we wanted. Nobody got what they wanted. The American people didn't get what they wanted. That's for sure. I think Chris and Cinema, Joe Manchin, I think they got what they wanted. Fucking Susan Collins is smiling ear to ear. This ghoul right here got what he wanted. This reminds me of the days we used to get a lot done up here. Yeah, I can't I can't give him some gain so we can hear him. We're we're probably just gonna have to skip out on this clip. Because he just literally is nowhere near the microphone. I've signed on, and I'm going to let them give you the detail because you can ask them I will, I will talk to you all later in the next hour or two, whatever. I promise you I'm not going away. And they give me their word as well. So. Like, I'll talk to you in the next hour or two, but then, like, you know, he's still talking. They had to, they had to fucking cut. He's still he's still talking. It's about the building collapse in Miami. I have. I spoke to the mayor. I spoke to the congresswoman. You know, I have more to say about. So that. there you go. Let's let's see if we can dissect exactly what is in the pared down bill. That is their words, not mine. We're gonna go to the AP now. We have a deal. 
President Joe Biden announced on Thursday a hard-earned bipartisan agreement on a pared-down infrastructure uh, plan that would make a start on his top legislative priority that would... Yeah, this is make a start. I did not read that wrong. It would make a start on his top legislative priority. Here's Smokey. Hey, buddy. Hi. <laughs> He's being very clingy tonight. Okay, okay, buddy. Get back down my lap. But he openly acknowledged that Democrats will likely have to tackle much of the rest on their own. So apparently this is the route that they're going to go. They're going to try to propose this bill, get it passed with 10 Republicans, and do the rest of it through a reconciliation bill. The bill's price tag at $973 billion over five years or $1.2 trillion over eight years is a scaled-back but still significant piece of Biden's broader proposals. It includes more than half a trillion dollars in new spending and could open the door to the president's more sweeping $4 trillion proposal for child care and what the White House calls human infrastructure later on. That's always what it is. It says it's opening the door to doing it later on. Obamacare is supposed to open the door to doing single payer. And here we are, fucking what, 12 years later, we don't have single payer. He insisted that the two items would be done in tandem. Oh, hold on, hold on. I skipped. I skipped. The president stressed that neither side got everything they wanted in this deal. That's what it means to compromise. And said that the uh, other White House priorities would be taken on separately in a congressional budget process known as reconciliation, which allows for majority passage without the need for Republican votes. Uh, I agree with Media Winch. He insisted that the two items would be done in tandem and that he would not sign the bipartisan deal without the other bigger piece. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and progressive members of Congress declared they would hold to the same approach. I can't say it. I I assume that's one of those phrases I can't say on Twitch. For fear of violation of TOS. LOL. Claiming a major victory five months into his presidency, Biden said, This reminds me of the days when we used to get an awful lot done up on the United States Congress. Up in the United States Congress. He said that as he put his hand on the shoulder of stoic-looking Republican Senator Rob Portman as the president made a surprise appearance with a bipartisan group of senators to announce the deal outside the White House, the clip we just watched. However, Mitch McConnell had something to say about this little deal on the Senate floor within the hours. Now, on one final matter, earlier today, a bipartisan group of infrastructure negotiators took the results of their efforts down to President Biden. It was an encouraging sign of progress after leading Democrats had gone out of their way to slow. I'm totally not high enough for Mitch McConnell. Remember, at the first sign of an agreement last night, and then again this morning, both the Democratic leader and the Speaker of the House... Who, was it Media Winch? Was it you, or was it Sparkles that said you could make, like, a nice purse out of... Demanding trillions of dollars... McConnell's neck fat. And job-killing toxic Next skin, I guess. I guess there's no fat there. Or even considering it. The top two Democrats literally pull the rug out from under their bipartisan negotiators 
with these unserious demands before they'd even made it down to the White House. So President Biden's show of support earlier today. See, see, he has backed out. He is already backing out. He's reneging on the deal. And he's saying it's Democrats' fault. Jesus Christ. Earning Democrats. Nobody wants to see Lindsey Graham, and he hasn't said anything stupid in a while. That optimism was short-lived. Less than two hours after... I think the last clip of Graham we played was when he went down and he played Dora the Explorer at the uh, southern border. Mitch needs to be shown the fucking door. ...of threatening to veto it. It was a tale of two press conferences. Endorsed the agreement in one breath and threatened to veto it in the next. Less than two hours... See, he is already torpedoing it. Hopefully he's got COVID. Less than two hours. As I said, it almost but you know this motherfucker was vaccinated immediately. He's one of the first people in the country vaccinated. You know it. On behalf of your left-wing base. Now, I have no doubt the president is under enormous pressure from some on the left to deliver on a laundry list of radical climate demands. The Democratic leader and the speaker have already made clear they'll do whatever it takes to keep their runway, runaway spending train chugging along. Choo-choo, motherfucker. How dare he get up and talk about a runaway spending train when in my lifetime it has been one single party that has been responsible for runaway spending, for an outrageous debt in this country, has been the Republicans. The only politician to balance the budget in my lifetime has been a Democrat. Both Democrats that have been president in my lifetime cut the deficit, whereas Republicans, every Republican in my lifetime, ballooned the deficit and the debt. You're, you're, you're trading on this fucking reputation that you had 40 years ago as the party of economics, and even then, I think it was all bullshit. Contort their positions. Ooh, why would you just, why would you picture that? Of the Green New Deal trench. <clears throat> Dude, I know you like granny porn, but that's, that is too far for me. Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell making out is just disgusting. I got, I've got to hit the content warning on that one, sir. I can't believe something so outlandish, so disgusting was mentioned in my chat. But really. But really. Completely. In less than two hours. That's not the way to show you're serious about getting a bipartisan outcome. So look, I hope our colleagues can recover and get their good faith efforts back on track. Doesn't it seem like he's the one that uh, is not for the bipartisan outcome? That he's trying to torpedo the bill? Fuck. Nancy Pelosi announcing this morning... A select committee will investigate the January 6th attack since we couldn't get bipartisan agreement from Republicans to put that together. That was your first content warning? I can't I can't believe that. Oh shit, we got some kind of fucking ad. Sorry. 
I'm gonna, I'm even, gonna, I'm gonna switch the fucking screen. You don't get to see the ad. I do not endorse whatever fucking. It was Google. It was fucking Google. Great solemnity and sadness. Uh, I'm announcing that the house will be establishing an. Uh, so- also, that that brings up a good point. Google seems to be getting around my ad blocker now, and I don't like that. Fuck you, Google. But this is Nancy Pelosi announcing the select committee. However, this morning, with great solemnity and sadness, uh, I'm announcing that the House will be establishing a select committee on the January 6th insurrection. I'll check it out. Thank you, Winch. January 6th was one of the darkest days in our nation's history. I've said it now three times. No, Nancy. No, 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 no. They were just tourists. Taking a tour, a friendly stroll. They stayed inside the the velvet ropes. Did you not know that, Nancy? They stayed inside the velvet ropes on their way to go smear shit on the walls and assault cops and fucking steal shit from your office. That we establish the truth of that day and ensure that an attack of that kind cannot happen and that we root out the causes of it all. I don't know that we're going to see it of that kind. We're going to see lots of microcosms of it. These school board meetings are exactly what that is. We're seeing people going and protesting these. Democrats are moving to create the panel four weeks after Senate Republicans blocked a bipartisan effort to establish an independent commission. Pelosi said she still preferred a bipartisan approach resembling Congress's probe into the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks, which still... Didn't go far enough, but said she had no indication that Senate Republicans could be persuaded to ever agree to that tack. Pelosi did not disclose who would lead the commission, saying she would make those announcements later. Several of her members, including House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, have privately pushed for Homeland Security Chair uh, Benny Thompson, a Democrat from Mississippi, who seems to be the caucus favorite with a few other names circulating. I just want to take back the country? God. Where my country gone? Speaking of the school board meetings, which I now find to be microcosms of the January 6th insurrection, the guy that was arrested... Uh, hold on a second. Like, I'll give you his picture here. I used it on my... So I assume it is this guy right here with the bloody mouth, with his shirt pulling, his pants falling down. This guy right here is going to come on to, he looks kind of like old Gord. Guns, beer, and sleeping with my sister. Oh, you said thy sister. Absolutely nothing will come of it. But they at least, but, okay, so my, my concern is not that something will come of it, because just like the 9-11 Commission, nothing would come of it. However, the Democrats needed in order to posture for the next election. Because if there's not some action taken, it's not going to look real to people. The idiots that don't, I shouldn't say, the, the uh, uh, low-information voters who don't pay attention to politics. It becomes real when there's an actual investigation. 
and it keeps it in the news and it keeps it fresh. So that's why the Democrats need to push for it. Not because anything will actually come of it. And we may get some tidbits. The 9-11 Commission had some, some juicy tidbits in it. Not enough. There were several things that were redacted that shouldn't have been. County of Virginia, like so many schools in this country, have gone insane in the last year. They've essentially stopped teaching. Instead, they're indoctrinating children with creepy and poisonous racial theories. Master what does that mean? In Loudoun County, kids are not allowed to read To Kill a Mockingbird anymore. Instead, they're assigned pornographic novels and told that America is an evil, racist place. So parents in Loudoun County have been revolting against this. Not just right-wingers, by the way. Not just politically active people, people with kids in the schools. Why would you want your kids taught some bizarro, poisonous racial theory? It's disgusting. So last night, the school board met in Loudoun County and agreed to solicit public comments. They didn't take that many, but those they heard weren't very positive. You can listen to Robert Evans break down anything. And it will be pretty rad. Western culture and values that brought forth Christianity and the founding... Western culture and Christianity. Listen to this motherfucker. That's white supremacy. And God willing, we'll return most of you to the... God willing. I'm reminded of the tyranny of communist China, where your money is legally stolen and then used in government schools, not public schools. These are not public schools. These are government schools, like here, to indoctrinate children Hmm. their parents. My child is not a Christ. And don't assume that. As long as you Marxists push your unconstitutional agenda on my child, she will not be returning back to Mount County schools. We'll see what we can do about covering up Tucker's face. So the school board didn't want to hear it. They're as out of touch as um, most of our institutions. They just didn't want to hear it. So they had the meeting declared. It well, here's the thing. He's going to go to a two-shot here in a second. One parent called Jod Tigus, a man from the community, was... Wait, what? Jod Tigus? Jod Tigus? Jod Tigus? Is that what? So the school board didn't want to hear it. They're as out of touch as... I don't... I, the cell phone reading thing? People in the broadcasting world do that. I... It blew my mind that I would see reporters reading off their cell phone before they would go to their live shot. Okay, sure. I mean, I get not that I'm going to knock technology... I couldn't imagine reading off my phone. I'd want a tablet or mainly because I don't see that well. Most of our institutions. They just didn't want to hear it. Most most of our institutions. One parent called Jod Tiggis. But once, once, once again, Jod Tiggis. I got to go back on that one. But they're like, this is just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Tucker and all the right-wing morons get up on their TV shows and they talk about how critical race theory is invading the schools, gender theory, we're going to hear all about that. And then the parents go and they start yelling at the teachers about something the teachers don't fucking even know what they're talking about. And then Tucker brings them on like, see? See, the parents are upset about this. This is a real issue, not something we manufactured. And from the community, well, Hold on, I gotta, I gotta go back and hear this guy's name. So the school board didn't want to hear it. They're as out of touch as most of our institutions. They just didn't want to hear it. So they had the meeting declared an unlawful assembly. One parent called Jod Tigus, a man from the community, was... Jod Tiggis. That's that's what he's saying, right? I'm not saying it wrong. Not to bash somebody for Jod Tiggis. 
And I assume that's the guy you just saw the picture of. Talking about the guy that got arrested. Now, as I pointed out last night, the people that were at this meeting, they don't represent the majority of the parents. I promise you that. The majority of the parents are rational people, and they were nowhere near this fucking fiasco. And what he's saying is is fundamentally wrong. The clips that he played made it look like they shut down the you know debate as they're talking from their cell phones and shit. But the actual thing that got it shut down was the people gathering at front and not letting the meeting go on, and they were chanting. We watched that video last night. That's what got the cops called. They stopped the meeting. Jod Tiggis. So we're going to hear from Jod Tiggis on Tucker. Tucker is so concerned. Look at him. So the school board didn't want to hear it. They're as out of touch as most of our institutions. They just didn't want to hear it. So they had the meeting declared an unlawful assessment. One of Caesar's emperors, John Tiggis. Tiggis, a man from the community, was arrested. Watch this. You are fascist, and the county taxpayer pays your salary. You guys. Hey, she is, she is pointing past the fascists. She's going over the cop's shoulder and calling somebody a teacher or a board member a fascist. Honey, the fascist was right there in front of you. Did you did you not see the cop? Uh, this must be Jod right here. In Jod, we trust. You guys are actually supporting. And the literal fascist is being nice to her, and like, please walk away. <laughs> Seriously, I. That's the sad part, is they're going to drive out the rational people that are sitting on school boards, and they're actually going to to win these elections. That's what we have to watch out for. These nut jobs are going to be sitting on these school boards across the country. The suppression of people's rights. John, are you refusing to leave at this time? Yes, I'm refusing to leave. Deputies, please arrest this individual for trespassing. Yeah, guys, guys, we have watched so many arrests. Hell yeah, free Palestine. We have watched so many arrests where they do not afford the courtesy that John Tiggis was afforded. It was one of the most polite arrests. And apparently, given uh, given what he looked like, he wanted to put up a struggle. Is that the same dude? I don't think so. That's a different dude. So there were multiple arrests. So they handcuffed him and dragged him away. Didn't want to hear from him, apparently. John Tiggis joins us now to explain what happened. John, thanks so much for coming on. Take it away, Mr. Tiggis. This is, in Loudoun County is the place, and this is the moment where people are just finally... just Honestly, it's coming. Or is already well in progress, and it's scary. Why did they arrest you? That's a good question, Tucker. You, You just saw the footage! The cop asked him, will you please leave so the school board meeting could continue so he got arrested for trespassing. You just played the footage, Tucker. Because uh, as best I understand it, I was in a place that where free speech has to happen. If you want to yeah. redress your grievances about a school board, there's no other place you can do it than in a school board meeting. 
And in this case, we went on to public. You're yelling nonsense and preventing the school board from having a meeting. They are playing the footage of you interrupting the meeting right now. Went into a public auditorium. We were there for a public forum. And these are the, the these are the people that blocked me immediately. Comment. And at the end of all that, every single person there, all 500 parents, had their First Amendment rights trampled on by the Loudoun County School Board and its superintendent. Wow. If they keep acting like this, they're going to get a revolution. No. This is, this is what happens when you ignore legitimate... And also, if you're on Twitch, you don't get to, like, start back where you were. It will start back live. In this case... These are the people who pay for Loudoun County School. It was it was him causing a scene and preventing a board meeting from taking place. The building was reserved and open until 7 p.m. They arrested you before 7, as I understand. Yeah, actually, it was closer to about 5.45. Oh, hey, Tucker. Hey, Tucker. I know some people right here in my city last summer that were arrested an hour before the supposed curfew that the cops put on them at like 10 p.m., which is bullshit anyway. Arrested a whole hour before curfew. Won't you have them on? The city dropped the charges on the condition that they wouldn't sue. Some people didn't have their charges dropped, so I hope they are planning on suing the city. Um, And we were supposed to go until 7, until the school board heard something they didn't like, and which was, ironically, applause for one of the people that we were supporting, Senator Dick Black. And the net result was... <laughs> Dick Black. They shut it down. But there was not violence. There wasn't crazy going on. People stayed there. They actually started singing, and then we wow. folks that if the school board didn't want to hear it, we were going to hear from one another. And we allowed a very orderly, peaceful process of allowing people to actually start speaking. And they did that. We allowed a very, that's the guy that I was showing the picture of. We allowed a very orderly, peaceful process as the motherfucker is assaulting a cop right next to the video. And the cops are treating him like with restraint as opposed to slamming his ass to the floor. No violence as they're playing a fucking video of violence. We were going to hear from one another, and we allowed a very orderly, peaceful process of allowing people to actually start speaking. And they did that. They lined up and peacefully started presenting that. He tackled a cop. And we allowed the other. It's aggressive. Now, that is that was aggressive humping and suddenly, what the second cop was doing. Assembly after the thing that you're showing right now occurred, which I just like. Blows my mind. There was no violence as they play a fucking clip of the violence of a dude assaulting a cop. Of what would have got BLM protesters pepper fucking sprayed. Had the dog sicked on them. Water cannons. There would have been mass arrests. Fucking shit. As best I can tell was a complete leftist diversionary tactic that was pre-planned. Because no one that was lined up to speak was involved in any of that. So the net result was... Oh, oh, oh! So that dude who was clearly, clearly a redneck, his name is John Tiggis II, clearly 
clearly, clearly he was with them in his camouflage pants and his gray t-shirt and his, his skinhead looking self. You're telling me that was an Antifa plant. And Tucker, look at Tucker, he's just fascinated by this. It was an Antifa plant that you know was also an FBI plant. And they were also in the Capitol. Holy shit. No one that was lined up to speak was involved in any of that. So the net result was they declared an unlawful assembly and then they moved a whole series of prepositioned deputies and tried to push them out of the room, threatening them all with arrest. So they didn't like what you had to say, so they declared you're talking illegal, and then they got these stooge cops. Wow. To arrest you for Did he say stooge cops? Did he say stooge cops? The net result was they declared an unlawful assembly, and then they moved a whole series of prepositioned deputies and tried to push them out of the room, threatening them all with arrest. So they didn't like what you had to say, so they declared your talking illegal, and then they got these stooge cops, who should be ashamed of themselves, to arrest you for the crime of saying something. Wow. That's Am correct. I missing anything? No, you're not missing anything. And, and These people do not support the cops at all. They're such a high standard for free speech. They're not the party of, of law and order. The most sacred of all of our rights, and it takes an amazing amount of justification to shut down free speech fuck this dude yeah, it does and and it's you know not liking it is not adequate justification i hope you keep getting arrested john i, I'm, I mean that um because i i think only until people are willing to be arrested for exercising their constitutional rights will those rights be protected so i and i appreciate what you did and coming on tonight thank you thank you possible new information in the search for five-year-old summer wells but <laughs> That story, the Summer Wells story, I've debated about whether whether to talk about that. That's fucking crazy shit. I know you don't like three. I used to have to cover that shit. I did news for years and years. I covered school boards, city council meetings, all that bullshit. Boring as fuck. And if I find it boring when I'm into this shit, because for the most part, it's like procedural bullshit. There's not, not every day fights break out and people get arrested. That's fun. I like that. I'm, I'm just dumbfounded. Uh, One is like, the propaganda is worse than what I thought. And like, they had the, like, we watched the clip of General Milley last night. General Milley should be like an authority they look up to. And would be like, that's that, that's the end on that. I doubt that clip ever got played on Fox News. I... They still have the fucking gall after that. Which did happen yesterday. I was confused about the date. It happened yesterday. And they still, still, Representative Lauren Boebert had the audacity to still get up and talk about CRT after her own colleague got completely demolished yesterday. I just... Ms. Bobert for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you, Ranking Member Jason Smith, for holding this hearing. 
Thank you, Adam, Vice Admiral uh, Foxall and Undersecretary McCord for serving our country and taking time today to talk about the Biden administration's defense proposal. The Biden agenda spends big on everything except our national defense in our ranking members opening. I don't think that's true. I wish it was. Fund our military, defend our police, which weakens our safety. Once again, not true. Biden has called for... I know for a fact that Biden has called for more spending on police. I would assume Biden has called for more spending on the military as well. I I don't know that for a fact. Or actually, I might—I—I I actually think they might have had just a slight cut in this last proposal, but it wasn't significant in the scheme of our our military budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might have been a slight cut in terms of percentage, but as you said, still a record-setting DoD budget. Whether this is at our southern border or to support our men and women in uniform. Biden's budget is light. Under Biden's budget, defense spending is essentially flatlined. I don't. Do we need to go back? Did she say Admiral Adderall? I. She seems a little nervous. That's understandable. She's new. About the Biden administration's defense proposal, the Biden agenda. I, I didn't go all the way back. Recognize the gentlewoman from Colorado, Miss Bobert, for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you, Ranking Member Jason Smith, for holding this hearing. Thank you, Vice Admiral uh, Foxall and Undersecretary McCord for serving our country and taking... Well, she did. She was fucking up on uh, Admiral, wasn't she? She was trying to call her Adderall Axall. That is a good nickname for Trump. He was railing that shit. The Biden agenda... I feel like she tried to call her... She tried to call him Adderall Axall. She couldn't say Admiral. Which I mean, she she just got her GED like what a year ago. There's nothing. I should. I'm not making fun of it, but like we're we're. Whether this is at our southern border. She just got her GED in like the last year, and her husband was arrested for exposing himself to minors, and we have to be subjected to this woman because the GOP is goddamn nuts. Discretionary spending than defense discretionary spending. This administration states that climate change is the biggest threat to our national security. Hey, won't you ask the Navy how much money they have spent on raising our bases? Well, let me repeat that for you, Representative Bobert. Ask someone from the Navy how much money we have spent in the last 20 years raising our bases. I disagree. I would argue Biden's budget is a great... The woman, the woman who just got her GED in the last year disagrees. Security. It distracts from real national security threats like China, Russia, and the southern border being wide open. Exactly. She just did it before you like... Pouring into our country. She just did it because she was running for Congress. That's the, that's the, it's the weird thing. Yeah, apparently there's been multiple reports of food poisoning from a restaurant. But, like, there have been brilliant people that never had a fucking GED or high school degree or any kind of formal education throughout history. That's not the point that, like, 
Knowing things has never been her endeavor, and that's okay. She just shouldn't be sitting in Congress. Country illegally. Instead, this budget prioritizes a radical agenda through increasing funding for pandemic preparedness, climate change adaption, and food poisoning. Critical race theory ideologies into. Did I say lead poisoning? I'm sorry if I did. Mr. Chairman, I ask unanimous consent to submit a report by General Ed Abhart and Lieutenant General Ed Anderson on the discussion to move U.S. Space Command into the record. Without objection. And now we're going to talk about Space Command. Admiral, thank you for being here today. Keeping in mind the constant, the context that I just laid out, mm, I mm. now turn to a study. Sorry, Tones, your joke went right over my head. Command. That was a good one, too. And NORAD Northcom and a retired lieutenant general. This study says that the decision to move the U.S. Space Command from Colorado Springs, Colorado to Huntsville, Alabama lacked evidence that. As someone who lives in Huntsville, Alabama, makes perfect fucking sense. I, I don't. Why is it in? It's in Colorado Springs. Why? Why? Why would it be in Colorado Springs? Why wouldn't it be in Huntsville, Alabama, where the FBI is just building a new headquarters, where fucking Boeing and all these aerospace, SpaceX, all these people have fucking headquarters here. NASA is here. That's... Bobert, what the hell? What the hell's wrong with you? You also got to consider weather. Weather is one of the reasons why NASA picks its locations. At cost was a priority. It says that leaving the Space Command in Colorado will save taxpayers more than $1.2 billion and get the command to full mission capability seven years faster. Those numbers don't even include the cost of building survivable communications in Alabama or incentivizing civilians to move there. Given that the Biden administration did not see fit to increase... I thought everybody loved moving to red states. $1.2 billion on a project that will delay... Mission- oh, that everybody was leaving California and New York and moving to red states. Why would you have to incentivize them? Thank you, Congresswoman. I, I have not read that study. I don't know uh, the details of it or how those numbers were calculated. Uh, what I do know is that the Air Force is giving uh, due diligence to the to the question. I don't, I don't know where it stands right now. I think it is... Uh, uh, I, I have not been aware of uh, any of those numbers that are used. Boxel, also, like, I got his name wrong. Admiral, um, since the DOD, IG, and uh, GAO are... That's why I'm not going to make fun of her for fucking up people's names. I do it all the time. Complete reassessment of the... And also, I fucked up my bandana, and it's so fucking crooked right now. I don't know what's going on. Again, I'm not familiar... Messing with me. Okay, there we go. But I will say that um, cost is one aspect of it. It's You're exactly right. Cost is certainly very important. Capability is critically important. Yes, sir. Uh, so all Thank those. You, Admiral. I don't. I don't mean to cut you short. I'm sorry. My time is short. I, I do appreciate that, and I think the American people would be served um, by a be- uh, best by a complete reassessment that includes costs and uh, mission readiness. Um, now, with the time that I have left, I do want to turn to this budget's proposed increase for unconscious bias diversity. Tra- oh, here we go. Here's the CRT. Eight million dollars. So there are taxpayer dollars going to this critical race theory based uh, training. I have major concerns about spending taxpayer dollars to teach. Lockheed Martin has facilities here. Our service members have taken an oath to. I do. They have uh, 
they have like production facilities in Colorado Springs, right? But they have like uh, uh, their technology labs are here and shit. I do believe. Like we we have like this Silicon Valley. I used to work there. I worked for a company that did AV installs uh, for federal courtrooms, and our headquarters was over over there where Boeing and aerospace and space all that fucking shit and. It's a it's a weird little I didn't like going over there at all. <laughs> I like I like being here on the other side of town a lot better. But like we, we, I just I, I would have to actually look at it. I don't know if I can like as if I even give a shit about where they put their headquarters and whatever. I I'm I'm against Lockheed Martin and Boeing as companies overall. Like, my mother uh, proposed that I go look for a job or uh, uh, apply for a job at Lockheed Martin, and I kind of jumped onto her for that one because, like, do you not know anything about me? I would... I would not at all ever work for Lockheed Martin. I would... uh, They are um, not a good company in my mind. The Secretary of the Navy to stop attempts through... Weird... Weirdly off topic, sorry. ...training regime for sailors in the U.S. Navy. And I also wrote to the Secretary of the Air Force regarding the removal of Lieutenant Colonel... I don't know if I'm too high or not high enough. ...due to the developing politicized environment in the DOD. I wonder if Jesse Waters was high this morning on Fox & Friends. When they, even after the General Milley clip, started talking about critical race theory critical race theory bills um, because I think you've got reading is fundamental uh, and, um, I've never heard of that wow, and, and you know what I was dismayed because some of not only are these bills poorly worded and vague in, in their writing but some of these bills make literally no sense right one the bill in Iowa bans the teaching and I wrote it down it bans the teaching of the following topics sexism slavery racial segregation That's not true. N- uh, well if it's in the bill did you that read is it? not true did you read I, it? I haven't read the bill okay then, then I would you... bet no I will tell you something I will bet then, then you, you don't cannot know. find Anything in the know. bill that says we will not teach slavery well, it it's in prohibited. school in Iowa, it says I it's prohibited from I the curriculum. I guarantee you, Richard, it's prohibited that they from have the not curriculum. prohibited it's the teaching of, of the slavery in history well, class allow me in the state of Iowa. Allow I guarantee that. Allow me to finish. And I say that with no knowledge of the bill. Okay. <laughs> Because if that actually was in the bill, it would have been the front page of every newspaper. Well, it, it, well, it actually was in Iowa, but it, yeah. So the topics that occur in the box is sexism, <laughs> slavery, racial segregation, racial no discrimination, way. including topics related to. Now there's some wiggle room in there. Resulting in sexism, racial oppression, and segregation. That's like half of American history. Yeah, so, so you're that saying history's banned. Honest to God. Means is if you're a student, a high school student in Iowa, and you're studying for the American AP history exam, yeah. you're likely to fail because half of these topics won't be taught. <laughs> okay. so, so good luck to the students in Iowa. Oakland, and the bill in Oklahoma. From 1776, they're the not teaching. From 1776 well, to 1965. They can't teach. They can't, they history can't, actually, starts 
1965 in Iowa. Actually, actually, if you really were, if you really were specific, they really couldn't teach 1976 because Abigail Adams' letters to her husband about remembering the women would actually be illegal. No, that's what I'm saying. They don't even start in 1776. I'm just telling you what the bill History says. Starts in which Iowa is part of the problem. In 1965, which is part of the problem because when you attack critical race theory and actually not talk about what doesn't know what the fuck it is. History, we have this dilemma, which is vaguely, poorly written, quickly written bills that make absolutely, positively right. no sense. We will find out the truth about the bill in Iowa, and then we will tell you. <laughs> have fun as reading soon them. As we... Okay. Banning the Where teaching. Here, here we go. Fair money for campaigns, yeah. ballot trafficking, and a few others. That's not a compromise. It's called a poison. Hold on. And I'm all for it. I, we I think, have to work. Yes. We will always we work. We'll we tape a holiday media. special. Um, but I, I do think that if this Bad this mail. is what you call meeting in the middle, right? There is this, there's a lot of the provisions in the Joe in the Joe in the Joe Manchin compromise of what was in the 19th. Okay, so now they're talking about the the For the People Act and the in the Voting Rights Act. Across in exchange for voter ID, which some of the Republicans have been asking. Yeah, I can't believe it's made it this long. Those issues I just mentioned: taxpayer money for campaigns, yeah. ballot trafficking. I would guess it gets canceled before the fall schedule. Fox News alert. <laughs> I was right. Richard. No, he wasn't. The definitive answer is that Iowa Republicans did not, I repeat, did not so, submit a bill banning the teaching ban- of slavery the in teaching of schools slavery? in Iowa. Where did they, did they not ban the teaching of slavery? Fox News alert. Did they not ban the teaching over. of slavery? This was about some curriculum involving diverse, did they not diversity ban, training they in companies. The, that was wrong. I was Excuse right. Me. So the bill, I was to be right. clear <laughs> and to be fair. Listen to Gutfield like, ah. <laughs> the teaching, and let me go back to my notes, of slavery, sexism, racial segregation, Where, and racial discrimination Where, in training for employees. Why, if they had a... This motherfucker said Fox News alert. Where, like, give us some text up on the screen, guys, and let us know what the bill actually says. Republicans never do that. So they in, can, school, in a school setting. No, it's no, 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 no. That's not what you said. That's not stupid. You think we're fools? All in on idiotic propaganda. We're going to hear from Rudy here in a little bit, too. What you said, Richard. It's the funniest Teaching thing ever. slavery is not, not prohibited in fact, Iowa in this Not bill. to mention the fact that the bill is poor, it's poorly written. Hey, it is vague. Poorly written, too. More, it has no <laughs> enforcement criteria. Okay, so the, the bill teaches that you can't teach about anything that has to do with supremacy. So you can't teach about... I wasn't saying anything to you. So you can't teach about the reasons for slavery. You can't... Okay, like I have this quote. Hold on one second. I pulled it up the other day. It's a quote from a PragerU video. Our new government was founded on slavery. Its foundations are laid in its cornerstones rests upon the great truth that the uh, Negro is not equal to the white man, that slavery submission to the superior race is his natural and normal condition. That was a quote by Alexander Stevens, the Confederate vice president. So you wouldn't be able to teach that this is what the Confederacy believed because you're not allowed to teach the supremacy that's what they're talking about. Like, I guess Waters is right in the fact that you could mention in passing, like, slavery happened. You can't actually talk about the reasons why it happened and the repercussions of it, which is actually the important part of history. 
Yeah, and it, all, and it bans the ideal of teaching slavery uh, and teach shake. just take shake. the L. There's no L to take. But there's no. The fact is, there's a poorly written bill. Uh, I know it. Listen, all bills are poorly written. I agree with that. We're killing it. We're killing it with the Iowa demo. All right. Up next, shameful and grifty. A former Obama ethics. Shameful and grifty. That is exactly the tagline that this show deserves. Shameful and grifty. Yeah, he's quite stupid. So, unlike Fox, why don't we delve into exactly what critical race theory is? Now, we had the awesome, impassioned speech by General Milley last night. However, this is an article by Kasim uh, Rashid. It was published today in Dogwood. It's a commentary. Uh, what is critical race theory? Why don't we ask the creators? Let's go to it. And get the actual rundown of what CRT is. What exactly is critical race theory? Rather than listening to left or right wing politicians, why don't we ask the actual founders of critical race theory? Their definition is the one that matters. Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw, professor at Columbia Law and at UCLA Law and co-founder of critical race theory, was asked directly to define it in the simplest terms possible. She responded... Critical race theory is the study of law and how it has been part of the infrastructure from slavery to emancipation to segregation to today upon which racial inequalities have been based. It is basically an effort to think about how we have had commitments to equality since the 14th Amendment, yet our reach has not realized itself in real equality. So we are basically just asking questions and looking at the way the law has been a conduit for racial inequality and what we and what we need to do about law in order to bring us closer to the dreams we have about society. That's the scary ideology which don't even get me started on, you know, these are this is supposed to be the party of cancer culture and free thought and open ideas. They want to ban trans people. They want to ban any kind of talk about slavery or actual history. What about this is controversial? Slavery was considered legal. Jim Crow and racial segregation was considered legal. Redlining was considered legal. Even today we see examples after uh, example of lenders discriminating against black Americans and people of color in general. What is controversial about historians and scholars like Professor Crenshaw asking questions about these injustices? What's controversial about proposing better laws and policies to uphold equality and bring us closer to the dreams we have about society? That's back to the commentary from uh, um, Qasem Rashid. Instead, we get situations like the one this week in Loudoun County and other political attacks. Representative, uh, Representative Rob Whitman, for example, wasted no time lying about critical race theory. In a recent email sent to his official government list serve, he propagandized that critical race theory proponents claim that America's irrepar- uh, irreparable that America is irreparably racist, and that we should view every social interaction and person in terms of race. It's called a straw man. It teaches that racial oppression exists everywhere. Kind of true. 
and individuals are inherently oppressors or oppressed, no, based solely on the color of their skin. Not at all. Compare Rep Whitman's claims to Professor Crenshaw's definition. They're not remotely similar. Rhetoric like Whitman's divides our nation, and that's what they're accusing proponents of critical race theory of doing, dividing the nation. No, it's what you're doing, motherfuckers. It divides our nation, increases racial hatred, and creates fear and uncertainty. According to Professor, accordingly, Professor Crenshaw went on to state in her interview that, let me be clear, this is not about critical race theory. The people who are trying to create this hysteria around critical race theory know what critical race theory is or isn't. What this is, is backlash politics coming precisely at a moment where finally racial justice has become a majoritarian interest on the part of Americans from all races and all classes. So this is a way of pushing back against that, and without saying we're for racism, they can say we're against critical race theory. So there you go. Yet the party of cancel culture is still doing exactly that. Backlash after... Florida governor signs bill against indoctrination at colleges. Florida's Republican governor and likely candidate for uh, president in 2024. As of right now, this motherfucker is the front runner. Absent the Trump effect. Florida's Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, sparked backlash this week when he signed legislation cracking down on so-called educational indoctrination at colleges and universities. And this is just red meat for that run for president. And this was soon after the state banned critical race theory in its public schools. The new law requires colleges and universities to conduct an annual survey measuring intellectual freedom and viewpoint diversity on their campuses. It's an effort to gauge the extent to which competing ideas and perspectives are presented, as well as how free students, faculty, and staff feel to express their beliefs and viewpoints. But critics fear the assessment will uh, instead end up intimidating teachers, chilling free speech, and disproportionately representing the perspectives of those who feel aggrieved. Which is 100% Republicans, while they claim everybody else is trying to play victim. They are also concerned that data could be wielded to punish faculty or universities, and that's exactly what would happen. It sounds like they always talk about 1984 and shit. This is it. Nikki Freed, Florida's agricultural commissioner who is challenging DeSantis for governor next year, compared his actions to what authoritarian regimes do. DeSantis is promulgating non-existent issues and, along with Republican legislators, targeting our public universities with partisan attacks. This is coming from Josh Warback, an executive director of Florida Watch, a progressive organization. 
It's unfortunate our governor continues to manufacture fake controversies designed to distract Floridians from this abysmal record of raising taxes and manufacturing culture war controversies to appeal to Republican presidential primary voters in 2024. Clearly, I'm not the only one that sees it. And that's another thing, is a lot of these people that are against, like, critical race theory absolutely grew up with the Lost Cause fairy tale from a textbook that was written by the U-fucking-UDC, the United Daughters of the Confederacy. At DeSantis' behest, Florida's Board of Education also recently banned educators from teaching critical race theory, which analyzes racism as a systematic, persistent part of American life and has been weaponized by Republicans who say teaching about oppression in uh, this form is divisive. Yeah, that's another thing. According to that Iowa law, I would assume you can't bring up that the Constitution says uh, black people were three-fifths of a person. That would be promoting racial superiority. You won't be able to talk about it. Now, going from critical race theory to gender theory. Gender theory is what, uh, what's this motherfucker's name? Matt Walsh? This is the Young Americans Foundation. I think it used to be the Young Americans for Liberty Foundation or some shit. They've changed their name. Boy, howdy. Most people haven't read the Constitution. But this is Matt Walsh talking about gender theory. Gender, they're just like... You can slap Marxism on anything. You can slap theory on anything. And it sounds scary to right-wingers. Who thought that child rape could be loving... And who performed a years-long sexually abusive experiment on two unwilling children who later went on to kill themselves are taken as gospel truth. What? Oh, hold on. He's got a content warning. We gotta put up a content warning from Matt Walsh. The disturbing truth about radical gender theory. When it comes to the concept of gender and gender constructs, there's no better place to start than Dr. John Money. How many people have heard of Dr. John Money? Bet he's money. Um, He's a prominent psychologist and sexologist. Money was one of the early pioneers of of gender theories that are currently taught in grade schools all the way up to universities and beyond. Uh, Among the first to take the word gender out of the realm of grammar and apply it to people because before guys like John Money came along... Wait, what? Gender didn't apply to people before John Money came along. There was no such thing as a person having a gender. Words have gender. People have sex. There was no reason for a person to have a gender and a sex because they mean the same thing. But uh, not according to Dr. John Money. He coined the terms gender role, gender identity, sexual orientation. It all came from him. A professor at York University recently published a book labeling John Money the man who invented gender. So suffice it to say, he was an extremely influential man. He invented gender left-wing gender theory is parroting at least some of John Money's ideas, whether they realize it or not. Most of the time, they don't. Yeah, this 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 bandana is really fucking with me tonight. Troubling to gender theory proponents because John Money was, among other things, a fraud, a lunatic, and a pedophile. 
Um, along with more conventionally degenerate views, his advocacy for open marriages and group sex. That sounds like every single politician that runs on the Republican side. It sounds like every fucking pastor at a church I've ever met. For example, money was also as a not very critical. I'm d- I did not mean that about the pastors at the church. I know some wonderful pastors. I'm sorry. So drawing a distinction between what he called sadistic pedophilia and. I have friends who are pastors, so I I must retract that statement. Who really love each other isn't necessarily disordered. There isn't necessarily anything wrong with it. As long as they really love each other, of course. Exactly. A lot more than Democrats, that's for sure. 1965, the birth of twins Bruce and Brian Raymer. Now, these boys are born healthy. Um, now, we did do it with, like, psychology did some horrible shit. Medicine did some horrible shit. That the best way to treat the condition was circumcision. But Bruce's procedure went horribly wrong, and his penis was essentially burned off. After several months of grasping for answers, Bruce's parents eventually decided to take him to Johns Hopkins in Baltimore to see the renowned... His penis was burned off. I don't... I don't... There's... There's... There's some details. I'm not so sure Matt is being completely honest with us here about what's going on after they saw some interviews with him on TV. The good doctor, eager to prove the legitimacy of his theory that gender is a product of environment and culture, recommended that Bruce undergo a sex reassignment surgery. So before the boy turned two, the deed had been done. His testicles were removed, some crude approximation of female genitalia were formed, and Money instructed the parents to raise him as a girl from that day forward, never to tell him his real identity. This should work perfectly, right? If gender is just a social construct, should be no problem at all. Now, the Rhymer tween uh, parents tried to follow Money's advice, but they found that Bruce, you know, was still Bruce, even if they No, no. Did everything in their power to preserve his fragile... Wait, wait. No, when, when we say gender is a social, social construct, gender is a concept that humans came up with to label something occurring in nature. Nature is far messier than the binary that you people like you wanna you wanna make it black and white. And it's it's just not. So I don't when he's saying like if gender is a social construct, then if we raise him as a girl, then he should be no 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 they're gonna know their own gender identity in the way they want to express themselves oh, i this is false female identity crazy thing is he was a male and he still was you know, gender is a construct though they were told why should a boy raised as a girl still have boyish tendencies? No, 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 no. You told me that penis makes somebody a male. This, if you're saying that their penis got burnt off, they were raised as a female, and then they ended up transitioning to be male later, that proves our position, not yours. You stupid fuck. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Came through in spite of money's theories. And Money tried to uh, drive the point home more. He would have the boys come back. They attended regular therapy sessions with Money. For therapy, Money sometimes 
instructed the boys to disrobe and inspect each other's genitals. Sometimes they were made to simulate sex acts on each other. Um, on at least one occasion, uh, nude photos of the boys were taken for reasons that were never quite clear. Ultimately, Money was convinced that his... Yeah, we did some fucked up shit in medicine. I agree. ...an article saying what a great success it was. It was not a success. The female identity never took hold for Bruce. He was confused and miserable on the verge of suicide until, as a teen, his mother finally told him the truth. That he's really a boy. Bruce chose immediately to transition back to a boy taking the name of Dave. As the Hitchens Razor, the extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. What can be dismissed without evidence... What can, be, what can be asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. I love that. I This whole thing. No, the parents should have been honest with the child. Like, this is all wrong. All of this is wrong, but it also comes from a primitive understanding of where we are, are in gender. What, this was the 50s or 60s? I forget exactly where he said the story took place. But also, like, I don't trust his telling of it. David, this time, he underwent uh, another reassignment surgery, this time to try to... Re- well, this wasn't somebody who transitioned on their own. ...for a time, um, but neither he nor his brother lived happily ever after. Because, I mean, this is, this is somebody who had a medical mishap young in a much earlier stage of medicine and then was lied to by the parents... And obviously the psychologist, there's, there's a lot of things wrong with the situation that have nothing to do with gender identity. And this asshole is making it out to be something it's not. And I think he absolutely proves the point that someone understands what their gender is. If this kid raised as a female, didn't have his penis, it was, it was cut off in a medical, which also I'm completely against circumcision, why does God hate the tips of little babies' dicks? That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I Male mutilation is just as bad as female mutilation. But, like, all of this has nothing to do with him. Like, he's just using it as a way to be bigoted towards trans people. And this is a lot of, like... I'm assuming there's misinformation, but if we take this story at face value... It's it's a lot. It, this is medical malpractice in a in the uh, you know infancy of understanding anything like this, and it's it's a a lie by the parents and the psychologist. Like there's so much more wrong with it than the gender identity aspect, and I I honestly think it proves the opposite of what he's asserting. But mildly, their experience as John Money's lab rats and playthings had damaged them both irrevocably. David would go on to speak out against Money, first anonymously and then publicly. Eventually he even got married, but all was not well. The first twin whose life ended tragically early was Brian. Oh my god, no! They like suck off the fucking babies! What the fuck is wrong? God damn, what is wrong with what is wrong with society? I hope that doesn't get me like a strike on Twitch for saying that. Holy fuck! But it's true! They do that! It's a religious thing. Fucking pervs. What? And the, like, there have been numerous herpes outbreaks related to the Moyles doing the fucking circumcision with their teeth. Religion, man. What in the fuck? Overdosed on uh, antidepressants. 
Two years later, David drove to a grocery store parking lot with a sawed-off shotgun and shot himself in the head. Now, their deaths will go down in history as uh, suicides, but... The poor kids! The reality is that they were murdered by Dr. John Money, the father of modern gender theory. The guy who came up with a lot of the stuff that you guys are, are learning in school today. Now, I wish this was, this, that this was all just a bit of, you know, tragic and disturbing historical trivia. Unfortunately, though, John Money's experiment... Although it was a catastrophic failure and his theories were dramatically disconfirmed by his own experiments, he still achieved uh, on the cultural battlefield. Today, the cultural battlefield. By a man who thought that child rape could be loving and who performed a years-long sexually abusive experiments on two unwilling children who later went on to kill themselves are taken as gospel truth. And then we get that, like, snappy mute. Wow. So that's the Young Americans Foundation. God damn. All right, so I decided for this story a second circumcision? What? The what? what I, yeah, I didn't know about that. No, what? If I, okay, so if I was to convert to Judaism, let me nice Jewish lady, completely possible. I converted, that would never happen. I would never convert to Judaism. And they, they would want to cut my dick, which is already circumcised, unfortunately. They'd want to cut my dick and, 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 and drink blood. That's fucked up. I would hope, but I know the Moyle thing was a was still very much in practice, like in the mid two thousands. I know this for a fact because that's what the the Herbie's outbreak happened, like in two thousand five, two thousand six. I want to say Herpes outbreak on babies because rabbis were sucking them off. I'm not actually sucking them off. I guess you can't get off. I'm not gonna. I'm not broaching the topic of this anymore. Let's let's go on to something way more perverted. Rudy Giuliani made news today as he lost his law license. So I wanted to do the the breaking news story. This is this is MSNBC telling us breaking the news that Rudy Giuliani lost his law license. Months ago, Rudy Giuliani has been suspended from practicing law in New York State, essentially suspended for repeatedly lying about a variety of things. I want to bring in NBC's Tom Winter. The Moyles do it just for tips. Decision and what led to it. Sure, Craig. So this is coming down from the appellate division of the Supreme Court in the state of New York. And obviously, Rudy Giuliani uh, came up in New York as an attorney, the former United States attorney. There was a complaint that was filed against him and against his law license, uh, in, primarily in regards Not to... Not high enough for this shit. 
election. Today, a panel of judges uh, came forward with their decision in a 33-page opinion. They say, in part, we conclude there, that there is uncontroverted evidence that respondent, that being Giuliani, communicated demonstrably false and misleading statements to the courts, lawmakers, and the public at large in his capacity as lawyer for former President Donald J. Trump and the Trump campaign in connection with Trump's failed effort at re-election in 2020. They go on to say false statements in Trump's failed effort elections and resulting loss of government and when those false statements are made by an attorney it also erodes the public maybe I have not ran afoul of twitch yet so I assume I've at least got a like a warning strike YouTube however oh my god the night that I tried to stick the fork to my head that's my you only get one you only get one warning on YouTube I tried to get it taken off because like that was unfair. The, I was mocking the woman about the vaccines, and she said it made you magnetized. I ran over there, got a fork, and tried to like stick it to my head, and I got popped for misinformation on YouTube. <laughs> I appealed it. I'm like, no, no, I was mocking him misinformation, and I'm not. I'm not big enough to get an actual person looking at that shit. I'm sure and damages the profession's role as a crucial source of reliable information. Uh, Craig, uh, the uh, the former U.S. attorney, the president's uh, personal attorney. Uh, Rudy they Trump came right out and said he blatantly lied. Flagrantly full of shit. The end all be all of his law. What's new? Suspended at this point, and obviously in his ongoing uh, personal legal uh, troubles, particularly with his former office, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York. He was represented by other attorneys there, uh, a group of attorneys, including uh, his longtime friend Robert Costello. So he wasn't representing himself in some of the legal proceedings that are all. And the, and the woman at the, at the meeting couldn't even make it stick on herself. Ready underway. Whoa! I didn't even think about that. But Giuliani hasn't represented him in court, so that wouldn't that wouldn't uh, work out for him. Because you'd you'd have to say like you know in a court proceeding in a criminal hearing or in a criminal proceeding like oh I had an incompetent lawyer. So like he's just been advocating on his behalf. There hasn't been like an actual proceeding where he's represented him. I don't think. All right, so remember the other day we did the story about um, how the U.S. also has some mass graves that need to be investigated. The new Secretary of the Interior, uh, Deb Holland, will investigate the scope of the problem in the U.S. The U.S. Department of Interior will formally investigate the impact of federal Indian boarding schools, Interior Secretary Deb Holland announced before tribal leaders on Tuesday. The new federal Indian boarding school initiative will result in a detailed report compiled by the... I'm, I feel weird saying this, but this is also like... This is an indigenous publication that I'm reading. This is from Indian Country Today, the Digital Indigenous News. The new Federal Indian Boarding School Initiative, which I'm sure that's what they were called, will result in a detailed report compiled by the Interior and will include historical records of boarding school locations, burial sites, and enrollment logs of children's names and tribal affiliations. 
Holland made the announcement virtually at a 2021 National Congress of American Indians mid-year conference, a four-day gathering for tribal leaders. The unprecedented move will ultimately aim to create a healing by understanding the true scope of boarding schools in the U.S. I was going to play Holland making the announcement. It doesn't look like it has audio, unfortunately. So definitely a good thing that we are moving forward with that. Yesterday, I didn't get around to and completely forgot We need to watch this video of a Florida teen who was tased in the, in his girlfriend's backyard. The mother says it's a case of racial profiling. So we'll go ahead. We'll hit the content warning fuckers. This video, it looks like he's already on the ground. This could be like a, it's like a New York post, so that might be starting off with the action here. I'm gonna do it again. Oh, the kid is still in jail. Trooper tases a 16-year-old. You see on the ground here. Oh, so this is a news report. But two taser shots in Fort Myers, and this morning the teen's mother says neither was justified. It happened in the Timberlake community, right off Three Oaks Parkway. It's where NBC2's Claire Lampazorio joins us live this morning. Claire. That was his girlfriend walking out of the house? What? Well, Nate, all of the details are in this. She seemed really calm. Does the trooper notice the teen walking around the neighborhood suspiciously wearing all black? And he immediately thought he was a burglar. And It was broad daylight. Followed the teen into this neighborhood to that patio where the tasing incident happened. I want you to take a look at this video. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is absolutely, yeah, can you find the full video for me, Tones? That would be awesome. This is absolutely racial profiling. What she just described is word for word racial profiling. Because it was all caught on home surveillance. You can see the- Hey look, he's just standing there on his phone. Trooper there walk up to the 16-year-old, telling him to put his hands up. The teen refuses twice and calls his girlfriend instead. And that is when the trooper releases his taser. The teen falling back, hitting his head on those pavers. Well, like, he's done nothing wrong. He had, like, why is that cop there? He doesn't have to respond to that cop. What? This is, this is crazy. The trooper then tasing the boy once again on the... Like, that cop is trespassing right now. I... The cop is trespassing. He committed assault. What the fuck? Ground. The teen's mom sharing this video saying the entire incident was uncalled for. And this morning, she wants justice for her son. I'm just shook up. I mean, every time I hear him screaming, don't fight the officers. Because you will get hurt. Jack could have been killed. I mean, he hit that one. Well, he didn't, he didn't fight the officers. We talked to a professor of justice studies at FGCU who says seeing someone who looks like a burglar is not an excuse for nope. the incident. Nope. The trooper nope. 
is still on the job this morning while FHP does an internal investigation. As for that teen, he should be charged immediately with multiple counts. Holy, what is wrong with our justice system? He is in a detention center facing charges this morning. I'm live in Fort Myers, Claire Lavazorio, NBC2. Charges of what? So Jack Rodman, 16. 16! This was an assault of a child. They're still holding him? He was walking to the Fort Myers home in an upscale neighborhood on June 16th when he was followed by trooper George Smirnios, who described him as a suspicious person in a arrest report. Trooper trailed the teen into the backyard and tased him as he was texting his girlfriend to come outside, according to the local station. Smirnios made the arrest even after the suspect's girlfriend came outside and explained the routine situation, according to the report. In the footage, the trooper is heard ordering the teen to put his hands behind his head. I didn't do nothing, Rodman replied, just before the cop tased him. The arresting officer said the teen darted through shrubs to access the backyard. Kid was clearly calm and wasn't complying with his commands. Cops lie. They always lie. Mirnios reportedly wrote he could not see Jack's hands and I was concerned that he might have a weapon. Baby boomers are always like, why don't kids uh, play outside anymore? Rodman's mother, or Rodman's mother, has hired an attorney to fight the arrest and use of force, which, what was he arrested for? Which she reportedly contends was due to her son's race. Rodman has dark skin and was wearing all black. He's going to have to be x-rayed and looked for any uh, vertebral fractures. Vertebral? Is that how he's? I have no clue how to say it. Oh, he had some pot on him? Oh, my God. Oh, my... That's a fucking part of him. We are going to vigorously defend all the charges, and we are also going to vigorously pursue every legal avenue available regarding the unmitigated, unjustified torture that was subjected to by the officer involved. Mirnios hasn't been suspended or punished for his unlawful actions against the teen who posed no threat. He should be held accountable for his egregious actions. That is the... uh, That was uh, civil rights lawyer Ben Crump weighing in. Under Florida Highway Patrol guidelines, the use of the taser was unlawful, experts told the news station. So the incident remains under investigation, but if you ask me, it was pretty fucking cut and dry. Crazy shit happens in Florida, though. This this is a crazy story. Loitering and prowling. 
yep, yep, yep. You, you, you're right. They had to, they had to add that because that's the only way they could, you know, legally detain him. Because you have to have a lawful reason to detain him in the first place. Fucking cops. Oh my god. Is it gonna let us watch the video here? I think this is a live shot. They are still on the scene. They charge. They charge everybody with resisting. They get away with it. Cops always get away with that fucking bullshit. I'm tired of it. At least 99 people were unaccounted for after portions of a high-rise condo building north of Miami Beach collapsed early Thursday, killing at least one person. Officials said. I mean, one person is all we know of right now. Miami-Dade County Mayor uh, Daniela Levana Levine Cava said 102 people have been accounted for so far. The 12-story building called uh, Champlin Towers South collapsed just after 1.30 a.m. local time. Not yet clear why the building collapsed, but when the dust settled, the building appeared to be sheared in two, with bunk beds, dining rooms, and entire homes left blowing in the wind. This is a picture. This is supposedly like a live count on CBS here, that like, as it happens... Yeah, you, you're exactly right, Tones. If you move too much, you get shot. If you don't move enough, you get shot. If you answer the questions, honestly, you get shot. Do you have a gun? Yes, sir. It's here next to me. Pow, 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 pow. And that's how that's how I know right-wingers are full of shit. When you can see something. Daniel Shaver, uh, when he was begging for his life in the hallway and still got murdered by the cops, was a white man. Where's your where's your justice for him? Even if he had a gun, even if he had a gun, it would have been legal. He would have been exercising his right, but he didn't. He didn't have a gun. But then you have Philando Castile, a registered gun owner, an upstanding citizen, does everything the NRA recommends he do and still gets shot in the chest by the cops. Oh, you know, I wanted to come into this story and was like, you know, this is probably shoddy-made craftsmanship, yada, yada, yada. People cutting corners on construction because it happens so often in this country. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any information on that. I, I can imagine there are parts of Miami that are sinking. Miami is flooding. People people love to bring up like, oh, Al Gore was wrong. His predictions were wrong. No, fucking Miami is flooding during the broad daylight like half the fucking year. Yeah, yeah, and with Philando Castile, the cops arrested the wife. Daughter in the back seat watches her father get shot. Bullshit. I, I, I can't believe, like, these people that talk about freedom, talk about standing up against the government. They're bootlickers for cops. It's because the cops are their friends. Law enforcement attracts sociopaths. 
All right, so the crypto markets have been going wild. We're going to go to Vice News for this. Vice asked some crypto experts, what the fuck do we do now? We've got a cute little picture of a bear. Looking at some Bitcoin. Three months ago, most cryptocurrency investors were chatting about Lambos. Oh, Lambos. Oh, buying Lambos. I'm sorry. I was chatting about Lambos. I thought it was like an island or something. Well, the bill, absolutely, it's the responsibility of the uh, building inspectors, building maintenance. There's a lot of blame to go around. Absolutely. I, but, like, Florida is corrupt as shit. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if there's some shady shit that comes out surrounding this. I guess that's what I was trying to get at earlier. I'd say there's some 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 dirty money and some some underhanded deals involved with this project. But I mean, Tones talked about the fact that like uh, you know it was sinking for a while, so it might have, it might have had nothing to do. Or it could have been a combination of a lot of things. So three months ago, most cryptocurrency investors were chatting about Lambos, trips to the moon, and the insane gains they were making thanks to the price soaring to all-time highs. But as anyone with a family member, partner, or a friend who has invested in crypto will be all too aware of, the situation has changed over the last month with prices falling with nerve-wracking, incessant phone checking speed this week Here, and sometimes it's kind of hard to read vice articles because you know print articles are not made to be you know, broadcast over the air when I do news reports I rewrite stuff that is you know meant for written word and vice articles are well written most of the time so it makes it kind of hard I think I tackled that one perfectly Here are the facts on Tuesday, the 22nd of June. Bitcoin erased all the gains made over the entire year so far as its price dropped to below 29 grand, less than half of the tokens mid-April all-time high. Ethereum, Dogecoin, and other high-profile coins followed, crushing the market to a yearly low. The crypto bros and gals who threw their savings and stimmy checks into cryptocurrency this spring. It's been a brutal few weeks. One guy chatting to CNN said he lost over 167 grand in one day. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I credit that to you and not RB? Thank you for setting the record straight. I enjoy fact checking on this show. So what next? In the words of seasoned cryptocurrency veterans, should you continue to hold? Wait a hold. Audible. Oh, hold on for dear life. It's an acronym. I'm not up with the Reddit crypto jargon. Or will you get wrecked? Lose all your money in an extremely short space of time. I spoke to a few experts for their thoughts, but it's important to note that your money is your money, and ultimately, you're responsible for whatever choices you make. Please, why is the uh, cryptocurrency market down? Uh, 
If if you're wanting to fuck the crypto bros right now, I assume sell is the thing you want to do. Pinpointing the exact reasons why the crypto markets have fallen is like pulling blocks from a Jenga tower. I loved Jenga. That was a great game. That was a very underrated game. Doggy coin? Oh, oh, Arbit, no, uh, it's it's the Doge meme. Like it's a it's a it's it's a specific dog. I might be saying Doge wrong though. You you like you might have me on that one. Uh, pinpointing the exact reasons why the crypto markets have fallen is like pulling blocks from a Jenga tower. Analysts agree that the market was due a bit of reset. But a few pieces of news haven't exactly helped. First came tech edgelord Elon Musk, who I cannot stand. I'm not, I've, I've had people tell me I'm saying it wrong and then they say it again. And I'm like, yeah, Doge. And they're like, no, Doge. And I'm like, yeah, Doge. And there are multiple words that I do that with. So, like, I, I don't put it past me that I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's a specific doggy. It's from it's the uh, the Doge meme. God, I don't know how it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the Doge meme. The the you know much intelligence. Wow, algebras, many difficult. Such myths. It's a it's a very cute meme. This is probably what circa 2013 2012 maybe. This was back in the good old days of the internet. I miss it. After that drop, the price began to stabilize until China announced a ban on Bitcoin mining, the process that creates more Bitcoin. Because China hosts around 75% of Bitcoin's mining capacity, the ban generated enough fear to cause the token's price to fall once again. Now, I have a nice rig here. I have I have looked into seeing if I could mine crypto. I downloaded a program. It was supposed to work like magic and give me crypto. And I was supposed to exchange it through this and exchange it through that and exchange it through this. And then I get Bitcoin and then I get money. Napster sucked. I hated Napster. Do you when if you want to reminisce about a music site, I want to reminisce about Audio Galaxy. That was my favorite goddamn torrent site. A P2P site. Whatever whatever fucking technology it was. Like it was like uh like like consequence of sound, a spin magazine, something like that, but for like underground music deep cuts of old shit and it would tell you like it would do these articles of like this is the new hot music and then it would link you to where you could download it from their servers oh my god I missed that that was my absolute and I it coincided with exactly when I went to college the first time and had T1 internet so I'm on audio galaxy fucking downloading the shit out of things On like inter- like internet speeds I've never experienced before. I'd never like I ju- and I went from like having dial up and never experiencing DSL or anything, going straight to T1 and just having my little fucking mind blown. Fuck, 
I can download videos. I don't have to download one song at a time. I can leave this motherfucker on all night. I couldn't download shit as fast as it could download shit. Uh, to the to the FBI that's probably listening to me right now, I have done nothing illegal ever in my life. I promise you. Alongside Bitcoin's crash, other cryptocurrencies like Ethereum and ADA also lost substantial chunks of their value. In part, this is because the market is pegged to the price of Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin does well, all the other tokens do well and vice versa. This is according to Samantha Yap, founder and CEO of Blockchain and Fintech, a PR firm. Oh, I'm sorry, the CEO of Blockchain and Fintech PR firm, Yap Global. T1 blew my fucking mind. This is like 2002? Was this when I the fall of 2002 is when I went to college the first time? Wow. And Napster had already been shut down. So we were, already, we were on the next step from Napster when that's where like some people were on like Kazaa. I think there was BearShare. LimeWire was another popular one around that time. Audio Galaxy was my shit. I did not have a PS2 until I like I was a broke college student and I was barely able to afford pot. I did not have a PS2. I had to go down the hallway and play a friend's PS2. I still had my PS1. I got a PS2 the next year. I was actually late to the party on on many of my favorite games. Uh like Metal Gear Solid 2, Final Fantasy 10. I didn't play those until years later. <laughs> no one in our chat has broken any laws in the United States. That has never happened. And then there's the Great Reset. The past year's rapid rise in price meant a turnaround would always be inevitable. Michael Van Poppy or Pope? Michael Van Depope, a full-time trader and crypto an- uh, analyst, says Bitcoin has seen a run from 3700 to... 64,000 in a relatively short period of time through which a corrective move was likely to happen. However, that corrective move was several tons heavier than expected and that, combined with those news stories, say Vanderpoop, has fueled the... (laughs) the (laughs) I'm sorry, I shouldn't make fun of his name. (laughs) Has fueled the depressive state of the market. So should I be worried and start pulling my cryptocurrency out right away? Well, that's just going to cause the market to crash faster. Fear levels ultimately depend on when and how much you invested. It always depends where you're measuring from, says Matty Greenspan, a crypto analyst and former senior market analyst at crypto brokerage and social trading platform eToro. That's what I'm talking about with Vice articles, written word, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That makes perfect. I don't think you can go to Nova Scotia without breaking a few laws. That place is wild. Uh, there's never any reason to panic as long as you're you've uh, you've invested responsibly. There's a disclaimer: never invest more than you can afford to lose. 
Fantastic advice. If you've invested responsibly or you jumped in right before the crash, well, that complicates things. So I know nothing about crypto. Fuck, I don't know anything about finances, by the way. Like, if there's, like, someone on the feminine side of the spectrum, not necessarily a female, that wants to, you know, come over here and, like, adopt me and take over my checkbook and run my business and shit and just give me an allowance to live on, I'd totally do that. It would it would be awesome if you had some corresponding skill, like some marketing I need somebody that's good with bookkeeping, because I'm not. That's the next step in my life. I'm tired of paying uh, rent by myself. I'd like to pay mortgage with another person. I wouldn't have to worry about a mortgage, though, if I was a college athlete who was preparing for the 2021 or 2022 season at the University of Kentucky. Bashir issues executive order giving Kentucky college athletes name, image, and likeness rights in a long overdue move. But the cool thing that Kentucky did this. Kentucky, the University of Kentucky, the basketball dynasty, the University of Kentucky doing this, already one of the most attractive uh, colleges for a student athlete to attend, even if they're playing for their shitty football team. Kentucky doing this means it's pretty much going to be the law of the land next year. Like, this is like California. When they issue an emission standard, it's pretty much the law of the land in the rest of the country. That's what Kentucky doing this does. At least that's the way I see it. I don't know anything about sports. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir on Thursday issued an executive order that allows college athletes in Kentucky to profit from their name, image, and likeness beginning next week. He is the first governor in the U.S. to make such a, mu- uh, such a move by executive order. The move comes ahead of expected temporary rules from the NCAA to afford athletes nationwide the same rights, hoping to level the playing field as six states put laws into effect on uh, NIL rights on July 1st. While a governor's authority to issue such an order could be up for challenge, Bashir's move came in consultation with legislative leaders from both parties and multiple leaders at major state universities, many of whom praised the action in a release from Bashir's office. Now, this is like, I was never a student athlete. I'm definitely not athletic, but fuck. I was able to make all the money in the world off of my voice when I was in college, off of my production skills that I I was empl- I was employed by my college. I I oversaw our editing lab and our uh, equipment room in the broadcasting department. I would help people edit their videos, answer their questions about software and shit like that. Then in the equipment room, I helped them set up how to how to get the you know their cameras working, explain the explain focal length and shit to them. And I was still able to go out work at strip clubs, make all the money I wanted. I should have been doing this instead of like like I honestly should have hopped on the bandwagon back then, like 2010, 2011. 
Holy shit. It's a lot harder now because fucking Facebook and YouTube all against me. <laughs> right wingers think they're being censored. No, it's just it's just the algorithms on all the social media sites, especially if you're any bit controversial. I was back on Facebook and within two hours I thought I got banned again. They overturned it and they let me back on the Facebook. But that's the reason why, like, I'm I'm on board with this. Student athletes are getting the shaft, even though it's something that, like, has no effect on my life. I don't really know any student athletes. They're still getting the shaft, and I want to stand with the working man. This order and all other NIL actions open the door to challenge athletes being paid for endorsements, sponsorships, appearances, that fucking football game. That NCAA college football game is lucrative. EA Sports shouldn't have been making all the money off of that. That should have went to the student-athletes. I'm always about sticking it to the man. And I think the universities have been taking advantage of athletes. The NCAA has been slow to act on the issue. And like... I'm thinking about this like I made this point on my college radio station 10 fucking years ago. Absolutely, they have been slow to take action. All my relatives deleted me off Facebook forever ago. I like Facebook is the my favorite place to find like on local news sites on like the blaze and shit like that's my favorite place to troll. Mainly because I was really getting into Twitter when they banned me permanently from there. I would would totally be more into Twitter now. uh, Because used to, I'm too verbose for the 140 characters. When they expanded to 280, oh my god, I could talk then. And that's when I started using Twitter more, and then they banned me. I started using Twitter more, and they banned me. Because I started using Twitter more, so I was on there like, you're a dumb fuck, you know, fucking morons. All right, Smokey, I'll let you out in a little bit. Damn. Hold on, let me let the cat out. Oh, what's the bang Smokey supposed to do? What'd you what'd you make that one? His full name is Smokey Bong, in case you guys didn't know. All of my cats are rescues. I kind of, I tweak their names. You can't, you can't change an animal's name after it's known by its name. Like, the, and these cats know their name. I, uh... I don't know what you can do. Like, you could probably do some shit that only happens on Twitch. But wouldn't wouldn't go everywhere else. Like on the Facebook and shit. I don't know. Get up with it. If there's any kind of power you want, get up with me. I'll give it to you. Whatever you need, Tones. I'll make it happen. You're exactly right. This will help retain some of the half, some of the top athletes. But, like, for me, for, like, 
in my opinion, it's long overdue because most of these people aren't going to go to the pros. And they've been exploited. There is so much money in the March Madness and these in these TV contracts. The universities are making so much money off these athletes' likenesses and the video games. Now, they haven't done the uh, NCAA games in a few years. But um, there's so much money being made, and they weren't seeing any of it, though they're doing all the labor. So absolutely, I'm on their side. Stick it to the man. Stick it to the universities. Regardless of the era of NIL payments is upon us, and it creates a challenge for university athletic departments to keep up with the changing rules, monitor athlete activity, and know their own exposure in a highly litigious environment. Bashir's move on Thursday drew praise from athletics directors at both the University of Louisville and the University of Kentucky for providing at least interim guidance. Wow, this is a really in-depth audit. Well, they really like fucking basketball in Kentucky. I was trying to hold on a little bit and wait until Echoplex comes on. I think they come on at 9 my time. Because I've only got one more video here, and it's a really cute one. This is a dog sneaking up in this park, stealing a piece of pizza. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just learned that Ric Flair was a stolen orphan baby. Yes, that's part of the black market. Uh, The orphanage was in Tennessee. Like, there's a whole fucking book written on it. It is a wild goddamn story. Flair's not the only one. There's other, like, famous people that that came from that orphanage. There's all kinds of sexual abuse that was, like, they were fucking human trafficking. Of course, it was a religious institution. Yeah, that story is wild. Was that something that came out on the, uh, oh, oh, okay. You've been listening to Behind the Bastards. I think Smokey's already wanting back in. Yeah, that, that whole thing is insane. And, uh, political intrigue. They were involved with like the governor and the state and everything it is a wild ass story. Highly recommend. There's there's a book about it. Uh, the Robert Evans podcast, the Behind the Bastards, is excellent. That yeah, that blows my mind. But Flair talks about it a little bit in his book. Uh, that's a, he was actually adopted, and Flair's not his uh, real last name. Like he was adopted adopted by a doctor named Fliere. Woo! It's your boy. Unfortunately for us, though, the Nature Boy is a nut job Republican. Makes sense, though, given his um, given his proclivities. He's a uh, he's a pretty hardcore right winger. He almost ran for governor of North Carolina. I wish he had of. I don't think he would have won, and that's that's why. Like he he wouldn't have been able to take. 
losing as governor of North Carolina. Like, Ric Flair would have wanted to be the governor if he was going to run for governor of North Carolina. Don't get me started talking about Ric Flair. Oh, shit, the Joey Janela thing. Hold, like... All right, yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, let me go find that story, and then I'll send you guys over to Echoplex because I believe they're on with the Satanic Panic. I might be an hour early, but I believe they're on. Wrestler Joey Janela is actually an anti-masker, <laughs> and he got kicked out of a. Nine your time, not nine my time. Yeah, I'm an hour off. I'm sorry. AEW star kicked out of school board meeting for trolling with an anti-mask rant. Let's see, do we have do we have the rant? The other day. Oh shit. I took my kids to Universal Studios. And you know what I goddamn saw? I saw a kid with a mask on his face, had to be eight years old, and the parent had him on a dog collar and a leash. The other day, I... <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad we watched this. Yes, I always want to talk about wrestling. Is this the whole thing? Oh shit! It is. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to see if we can find Joey Janela here. Well, this should be fun. I don't care if it's Joey Janela or not. Just the the guy's outfit. It's gonna be fun. In the class and outdoor activities, while the board's attorney had earlier argued that a policy is a policy and can't simply just be. But then again, with recent employment decisions, it seems the board picks and chooses what laws and policies they want to follow. I'm elated that tonight we can expect a vote to end this mask mandate since I have seen all but one of you utilizing your own freedom of masks being in this room at graduation. Two ending mask mandates, goddamn. And I've went over many times, it's it's not just like it's... The onus should be on the government. To see this unconstitutional mandate come Keep the mask mandates in place so that employees don't have to deal with assholes. Mr. Uh, Superintendent, Madam Chairwoman, Board Members, my name is Eric Wilson. I am a lifelong criminal What's up, Eric? I remember when none of this was here. So it is a true pleasure to speak here. I'm not going to speak about sciences. I think the good doctor has already spoken about that. Uh, I'd like to piggyback off of uh, the mom's, what is it, freedom? Liberty. Okay. Um, I just want to raise... Do we need to pledge allegiance to this motherfucker? And that's our founding documents. And this comes from the first founding document, the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths. I honestly, Winch, when school ramps back up and we're talking about the new Delta variant and there's going to be a whole host of new restrictions and we might even be back to like a hybrid system at least. Uh, they're going to have plenty to bitch about. Self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their <laughs> RB. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
that to securities rights <laughs> among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That is what our system of government is. As, that is what a democracy is, sir, yes. They are tired of their children being masked. You have people sitting here tired of people trying to sneak in different divisive uh, topics and, and, and subject matters. While I respect your... I, these people didn't get this upset at all. Didn't even get upset about fucking children dying in school shootings. School shootings, not a reason to go to school boards and bitch. Mask, totally a reason to go to school boards and bitch. And the thing that bothers me the most is that... The only thing not divisive about this guy is his outfit and his beard. We can all agree that he is rocking this shit. Or cages. One thing, and that was Benjamin Franklin. He said those that will sacrifice liberty... Let me, let me tell you right now, having read Benjamin Franklin's autobiography, every single one of these people would call fucking Benjamin Franklin a libtard cuck. Hands down, not a one of you would like Benjamin Franklin. I assure you, sir. For security, deserve neither and will lose both. And it is so great for me to see all across this great nation, parents... People, people of the community coming together and saying, you know what? People getting riled up by the shit they're seeing on Fox News and coming to school board meetings. Being destroyed. And this, this is exactly what it is. They couldn't, they couldn't be at the Capitol on January 6th, and they're coming and doing exactly that, raising a ruckus at local school boards, city council meetings. I, that's what it is. This is the microcosm. Of them trying to take over the the government. Our children, the founding documents, and teaching them what it really means to be an American and not someone who is going to cower to any such controversy. We are a nation of strong and victorious conquerors, and we have proven that time and time again. And it is time we need to get... Victorious conquerors, listen to the language he uses. This man is an authoritarian. Right-wingers believe in the hierarchy. They don't believe in democracy and getting along with all of us. It is divisive because he doesn't want to be in a democracy. He wants it his way or the highway. Or he's going to come to the school board meeting. He's going to bitch in his red, white, and blue fucking jacket. Back to our founding documents. Reclaim our freedom. Unmask these kids. Don't require vaccination. It is a freedom of choice. That is what our founders stood for. Again, if you if you sacrifice your liberty for your security, you deserve neither, and you will lose both. And we're losing that we speak. By the way, was was Franklin in Paris banging hookers when he said that? Darker. Emily Oray, Kelly Shilson. All right, let's see if we can find Joey Janela here. Or someone else that looks equally interesting.
do a school year. Uh, thank goodness that this summer, hopefully, it's not over yet, but it's going to be a little more... Conquer! Yeah, he said conquer! He came right out and said it! There's still a lot of uncertainty, and... Um, I would hope we not be too flitter cavalier just to put this behind us that we that we don't look at those things. So although I think all of you know that I don't have policies, um, I have confidence in your decisions and I well. But that being said, I'm asking that you please respect um, the autonomy, teachers' autonomy in a classroom. That's how they survive, that's how they teach, and that's how they're how they're able to work. Now, overwhelmingly, and I haven't spoken to certainly all of our teachers by any means, but I can tell you that overwhelmingly a lot of them have gotten their vaccinations. They're very comfortable and confident about being around uh, people. From Dr. Fauci himself citing the ineffectiveness of masks. I is that Joey? Is that Joey Nutella? Yeah, that's his buddy. Oh, he didn't even speak. He got kicked out after five minutes for yelling at a doctor or something. Well, you yelled at a doctor, you dumb sh... God damn. All right, back to... Back to the moment of Zen here. We've got a puppy sneaking up behind this dude and grabbing a piece of pizza off of him. Dude, the puppy was hungry. If the puppy had asked me for a piece of pizza, I would have gave the puppy some pizza. Were you just a sneaky little puppy? Oh, the dude almost saw him. He was so, he was so coy about it. Oh, this one got some sausages. Like Maynard came up to me the other day. I was making a ham sandwich. And like, I don't know what Maynard doesn't like fish. I can't buy like fish, wet food. Motherfucker likes sandwich meats for some reason. <laughs> when I buy the wet food, I got to buy like chicken and turkey, shit like that. He likes that. He doesn't like uh, like the white fish and the shrimp and the salmon. Oh, apparently the butcher gives this to him. Damn, that's a whole package of sausages. That fucking dog's gonna eat good. I wanna go back to the puppy stealing the pizza. You're exactly, they have no clue what the fuck Fauci said. They're getting their Fauci said shit from right-wing propaganda. Their idea of what Fauci said is whatever they heard, like, um, Tucker Carlson or whoever said Fauci said. All right, that's going to do it for me tonight. If you are watching on Twitch... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm going to send you over to Rivana, and apparently she's got a... She might be wearing a wig. she got some like... she got a different hairstyle going on. Tripping me out. Compliment her on it. Go ahead. Light one up. Tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freaking. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.